Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to Books on Air. I'm Suzanne Harris. Books on Air is a series where we do a deep dive into the passion of the author. We talk about why they wrote the book. We ask about their writing process. What's that like anyway? And we also find out what they want you, dear reader, to take away from their book. Joining me today is someone who has become very special to me. She's just wonderful. Her name is Dr. Rebecca I. Payne, and she's here to talk about her book, Finding Peace. Rebecca, it is such a pleasure to welcome you to Books on Air. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you, Suzanne, for having me. It's my pleasure. Now, Dr. Rebecca, writing a book, one book, two books, three books, but this particular book is not a small task. Whenever somebody sits down to write a book, they actually write two stories. They, the book that they share with the reader is the first story. But there's always a secret story that that reader never knows. They never know how that book came into being. How did Finding Peace come into being and why now? Well, throughout my life, I've been on a journey. And my journey is uh, having a relationship with God and Christ. And... Finding Peace is a story. It's a reflection of my conversations with my spiritual counselor, my spiritual mother. And I found that as we talked, as I shared with her experiences of my life, the day-to-day things that were going on, the problems, the troubles, the struggles of life and my thinking, and as I was reading the Bible and learning the Bible and the characters were getting in my heart and I was beginning to understand, but having struggles along the way. She and I would have conversations. And so at this point in my life, I discovered peace for myself. I spent years studying the Bible, over 15 years studying the Bible in various versions. I got into a relationship with God in Christ, and it was that relationship that led me to peace, just as Jesus said when he said, I leave my peace with you. And when I discovered that peace, and it wasn't long ago, because I only wrote the book recently, right? So it wasn't that long. I had I had been on that journey of discovering peace. When I had that aha moment and everything settled down for me, I said, I've got to share it. And the Lord led me to write this book. You chose an interesting way to present the book. This is your journey, but you've made this a fictionalized setting with fictionalized characters. How did you make that choice? Well, honestly, I didn't. The story unfolded. Um, I started with the concept of sharing, finding peace. And as I was writing the story, the Lord led me to write Miss Maisie. And Miss Maisie became the voice of God, the voice of reason that was talking to me. 
And along the, the way, Jamie developed because I realized she was the one asking the questions, right? So it's a reflection of my conversations with God, my conversations in the partnership with my prayer partner and my own self-discovery. I love the way that you write. As I listen to the audio sample, Amazon has an audio sample right there that you can listen to. As I listened to that audio sample, suddenly I saw myself in the book cover. Now, the book cover is this lovely, inviting front porch, and there are two wicker chairs. And I found myself, as I listened to the words, just seeing myself moving toward one of those wicker chairs to sit down and hear Miss Maisie's wisdom. Is that what you had in mind when you wrote it this way? Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to bring you to the front porch. When I was a child growing up, when I used to go to my grandmother's house, she, both of them had front, por front porches. And when we would talk, we'd go sit on the porch. And my best memories are of sitting on the porch. And even with my spiritual mother, when I would go to her house, she has a porch. And so it's so stuck in my mind. It's so inviting to me, so, so encapsulating of a good time um, and, and times of teaching that I wanted to put people on the porch with Miss Maisie and me. I love what you just said, because I had a similar situation with my grandparents. I remember that front porch exactly the way you described it. And I wonder today if people, children, their parents have those kinds of settings and those kinds of situations. Do you think those front porches still exist? I think they do, but I don't think people use them as much. We get so busy running around doing things for the kids if you're married with children or you have children. Um, running about our daily lives, back to the store, getting this, getting that, you know, going to work, coming home, taking care of the shopping and all of that kind of stuff, that we don't take out time to rest. And that's one of the principal teachings in the book, Finding Peace, is to rest. That's one of the secrets, to take that day, take that time to just slow down and, and be at peace. You know, and, and sitting on the porch is one of the ways to do that. You and I have talked about how easy that is to say in this day and time, and yet how difficult it is to work that in. You you shared with me a story about yourself and how you find yourself running around and running around, and one day you just decided that you were going to change that. Describe for me what your day of peace is like. Oh, my goodness. Well, it starts on Friday. I, I, I follow what is known as the Jewish Sabbath, which starts at Friday at sundown. And Friday at sundown, computer's off, phone to the side. I don't look at email. I don't do any shopping online. I don't go to the stores. I spend no money. I don't order out. Whatever is not cooked doesn't get cooked. Um I'll eat salad or, you know, something that does not, or that can go in the microwave real quick, but actual cooking, I do not do if I haven't already done it before Friday at sundown. And so that starts my day. And it, it it's a quiet time that I use to spend with God, reflecting, 
um, sharing my moments of the week that have touched my heart, that make me inquire of the Lord, certain, you know, things that I want to know. It's a time that I start reading the Bible, um, either as I'm curious or as I'm led, or if I'm following my church, you know, the stories that they have put before us. And it goes into Saturday to sundown. And so I spend all day Saturday studying and reflecting. I go for long walks, which is my love to do. And I call that my God time because that is uninterrupted, uninterrupted time in God's creation, looking at the trees and the squirrels and the birds and the flowers of the lawns that I'm walking by and just having that quiet peace. And I found that that's what gives me peace. That's what led me on this journey. You can feel that physically, can't you? Oh, absolutely. I feel it now just as I talk about it. I can see it in my mind's eye as I'm walking. The places that I walk by, the the trees that I see, they're majestic trees that have been around for, for a long, 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 long time. You know, I can see the stars and the clouds in my mind, you know, as I'm sitting on my Saturday thinking about what the Lord is doing or, or Friday night as the, the sun sets, you know, and just watching, you know, waiting for my Sabbath to start and then the night coming in, you know, it, it all slows me down and just settles me. I felt myself just do a big sigh. Let's <laughs> relax as you were talking. Isn't that interesting that you have that effect? Your voice, your, you have a very soothing voice. Is there a part of the book that you would like to read for our audience? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If I may, this is chapter three, and it's called The Path to Peace. And Jamie and Miss Maisie are having a conversation. And so Jamie is talking first. She says about Miss Maisie, patting my hand and pulling me up to the chair and into her arms. She said, Miss Maisie said, Blessings on blessings, that's what I want for you. And you can have them if you trust the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. I know it's hard trusting God, you're scared. Scared he won't do for you what his word says he will because you don't think you deserve it. Then, because you can't see his face, you wonder if he's even there. The key is that you have to learn to see him in all of creation. For he is the creator, the one who created you. You must know he's listening and watching all the time. He knows your every thought and every move. Turning my attention to the trees in the yard, she continued, look at a leaf and marvel that no two leaves on a tree are alike. God took time to intricately put together all of that and made it all unique, giving the seed the power to reproduce itself uniquely. You are no different. The seed makes a replica of itself to produce offspring, so he formed you in your mother's womb and wants you to know him intimately. That relationship is the secret, the key that unlocks the door to trusting him. That's just, that's lovely. I'm right there. I'm seeing the trees. I'm seeing Miss Maisie's porch. Let's talk about that book cover just a little more. It is so perfect. Did Did you draw that? Did you have someone draw that? Where did it come from? Because it fits so perfectly with the purpose for the book. I tell you, I know it was God-led. I found it in my publisher's gallery. I had to search for it, 
but God put an image in my head of a porch with two chairs. Now, it was either going to be by a lake or it was going to be on a garden, uh, at a garden, right? Because if you notice in the book, I don't want to give everything away, but there's only two places that Jamie and Miss Maisie talk mainly, in the garden or on the porch. And so that's what I was searching for. And I couldn't find a garden that worked. And I couldn't find immediately a porch by a lake. But when I was searching for porches, this picture came up and I knew that was it. It was perfect. It looks like you had it designed for the book. Doesn't it though? The standard that it's great. It's perfect. It is. It is. It was truly what I was looking for. Now let's tell our our audience where they can find the book. I know that they're that we've pulled them right in because this is for me when I was reading the book, I thought about what a mess our world is in and everyone in it seems to be so disjointed and so angry and so upset and there's so much negativity going on and the message in the book is so positive so soothing, so calming. I have a person in my life who was exactly like Miss Maisie, and I can see her face whenever I read your words. So I just thought that this was such a timely, timely inspirational book. It's available on Amazon. And let me just give you some spelling so that you can find it. When you go to Amazon, the book is Finding Peace, P-E-A-C-E, by Dr. Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, I, capital I, period. And her last name is very easy. It's Payne. It's P-A-Y-N-E. Now, Rebecca, I know that it's available some other places. Where else could they find it if they don't want to go to Amazon? Well, if they don't want to go to Amazon, they can get it at Barnes & Noble. They can also find it at Audible and iTunes as an audio book. And they can go to my website, uh, drrebeccapayne.com, where they can also find my other two books, Shine the Light and Reflections. And if they go to the Amazon website where the book is located, there is an audio sample. There's both a printed sample and there's an audio sample. And I highly recommend the audio sample. If you've never done that before and you never heard someone whose voice is perfect for reading someone, for reading someone's work, whoever is reading this work is just, she's ideal. She's got the perfect voice for what the book does. So you will enjoy that and you will find yourself feeling very, very calm after you hear that audio sample. Now, I know that you're also online and you have both an author website and a book website. Let's tell the audience where they can find you. Um, Well, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. They, like I said, they can go to drrebeccapayne.com. That is my personal website. Uh, and they can also go to Author House because I have a YouTube video as well. So they can go to Author House uh, and subscribe to that and they will find me in Author House as well. They can see, they can see a visual of, of Jamie and Miss Maisie that we put together as an advertisement for the book. Oh, I love that idea. I think that's just great. 
I think it's wonderful that you're doing some social media. You're on Instagram. What have you put on Instagram? Um, not much. Uh, a couple of, of just words and thoughts that I have had. I did put a cover of the book. Uh, I'm doing some advertisements on Facebook and Instagram as well. So they may see my ads fly by every now and then. Um, I'm establishing my audience. I'm, I'm letting my voice be heard. Right? So if you go to Shine the Light on Facebook, they will see where I put excerpts of the book and share some thoughts that I've had along the way. Good. How does this book fit in with the other two books that you've written, Shine the Light and Reflections? Shine the Light and Reflections were my personal story of coming to a deeper relationship with God in Christ. The first one, even though it's my story, tells the story of a person uh, learning how to follow Christ. The second book, Reflections, is just that. It's reflections on now that I've become a follower of Christ, what do I do now? What do I do with all of this word? How do I apply it to my life? How do I live the Christian life? And that's what Reflections is all about. Finding Peace strikes me as a book that a viewer would purchase and sit down and begin to read. They would not try to read the book cover to cover, although they might the first time they sat down, but I would like to enjoy it and I would like to think about it because it is a book that you need to think about and digest. And one of the things that I thought about, excuse me, one of the things that I thought about was this is a book that I'd like to keep close at hand, maybe have not only a copy at home, but also maybe if I work, one at work. And when I'm having a particularly bad day, just sort of put the book up on top of my desk and just let it fall open and read some of Miss Maisie's philosophy and and homespun knowledge that she's giving to Jamie. Does that sound like something that you would think the book would be used for? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Even though it's a small book, um, I would not strongly suggest that people read it straight through. I mean, if that's that's what you want to do, you you can do that. But I found that if you read a chapter a day, just one chapter and let that chapter sit with you, you will find that it will refresh you. It will put your mind at ease. It'll put you in a place of contemplation. And in that time, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, you will find that you you have that peace. You'll find that you want to go deeper. You'll find that you want to know more. You want to explore more. And there's the possibility that you might want to be like a child again and start imagining and dreaming all over again. Because as we grow and as we get get older, we tend to forget our youthfulness. Miss Maisie teaches us, even though she's 82, I describe her as 82 years young. She does not look her age because she's found the secret and the secret is peace. You know, I think you've already answered the question that I was really going to ask you. I was going to ask you what you wanted to leave our audience with about the book, but I think you perfectly described what you want to leave the audience with. Is there anything else that you want to say to them? Our time is just about up. Yes. I want to say to them, This is a journey. Life is a journey. 
And you have to take time to slow down and enjoy it. We get so caught up with running around and spinning our own web that we forget that we are here to enjoy this life and to discover one another and have peace. You can't have peace if you don't slow down. So I hope that they will do that. And I hope that in their journey, they will find their Miss Maisie. And if they already have a Miss Maisie, go give her a hug. (laughs) And it's not to say they can't have a Mr. Macy as well. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, I'd like to give you a hug. You have just been such a delightful guest. It's been my absolute honor and pleasure to have a conversation with you about this book. Thank you so very much for being my guest, Dr. Rebecca Payne. And remember, you can find her book on Amazon. You have been watching us right here on Books on Air. And we want to thank you for doing that. We hope to see you next time. And until then, remember, keep writing, keep reading, and keep telling your stories. See you next time.